It's Mike Caldeshell. It's 1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. TJ Miller will be here in a minute. Shane, good morning. You're on the Mike Caldas Show. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Uh, my name's Shane. I'm the corporate chef for First Watch Restaurants, and we're oh. about to open a restaurant right down the road from the studio. I love the First Watch. Where are you guys at? Uh, it's going to be on 4th Street, right at 4th and uh, 14th Avenue North. The address is 1345 4th Street, but I know you guys... Uh, always looking for dinner or lunch-like options in the morning, and I think it's safe to say oh. that the soup will be on. <laughs> soup on. I'm, I'm going to tell you, Shane, and uh, this is the absolute truth, is that I don't like eggs, and I hate breakfast, but I will eat breakfast when I go to First Watch, because First Watch makes them good. I'll get that quinoa power bowl. That thing is fantastic. You guys will be six exactly. miles from us. Well, uh, listen, uh, I will have tell Carmen that starting next week, we got ourselves a new option for breakfast. Exactly right. So thanks a lot, guys. I listen every single morning and uh, and look forward to seeing some of you in the restaurant. Thank you, brother. Appreciate the heads up. The first watch people, I, I go to the one in Western Chapel. They listen all the time. Uh, they're always nice to me, and uh, we always get good tables and stuff, and their food's fantastic. That's nice. good. Nice, fresh, real, legit food. Um, I am currently on a diet, you might have heard. Yes. And I started, it'll be two weeks this coming Monday. Mm-hmm. Two weeks this Monday, so it's less than two weeks. Right. I am down 19 pounds. Nice. It's great. It also helps when you throw up a little bit. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> it just happened yesterday. Uh, but seriously, I'm down 19 pounds. I feel great. I'm sleeping good, and I have a whole bunch of energy. Seem and, very focused and sparkle. Yeah, I'm crushing it in sparkle. Uh, if you would like to get the same great feelings that I have and lose 20 pounds in two weeks, you can do that. I did it. Uh, Dr. Urshan's health and weight loss program, getthinbone.com. That's getthinbone.com. So now next week, let's just say it sticks with the pattern. Right. Next week will be 30 pounds. And then the next week will be under my 40 days, and it will be 40 pounds. Now, it's granted, it may it may slow down a little bit. I may walk away going 32, 36, but still. That's pretty that's impressive. the potential of what right. this diet can do for you. And that's legit. I, I would never lie to you. And that's eating real food. It's not taking any shots or anything like no, that. No, I had a pork chop for lunch one day. I had a steak for dinner. I had chicken. I had fish. I mean, you're allowed to eat so many great things and vegetables and fruit. It's healthy. And it starts to make your body realize that you don't need to eat all the times that you've been eating, that you want to eat. You're not you're really bored. feeling it. You're bored. Yeah. You smell it. It's it's peaking your brain, but you're your belly there. doesn't need it. Yeah. You're, oh, I'm here. I'll have some of this. Yeah, I feel really good about it, and I'm proud of what's happened in two weeks, 19 pounds. Every time it gets to this point, I'm always ready to tell the doctors, I'm pretty sure I need to be on a billboard or a TV commercial. Right, yeah. So I'll let you know. Get it on when there. I feel my full sexiness. I will let you know what's going on. GetThinBone.com. Yeah, tell Dr. Urshan you heard us talking about it and that uh, you want to get on the program. He'll take care of you. Where is uh, T.J. Miller? He's here. He, well, let's bring him in the studio. Is Spanish out there bothering him? Do we have headphones? Are we going to move the water bottle out of the way? Do we give the guy headphones? Yeah. What kind of monkey operation are we running over wow. here in Spanish? Wow. Jesus Christ. Wow. Gio, if it wasn't for you, I don't know what where the show would be at this point. Let's move that water bottle yeah. so he doesn't drink. Oh, that might be his water. Half a water. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. I have, I have missed your face, TJ Miller. Look at you. You're, let me say hi. Oh, this guy bringing his own bottle. Yeah. What do you got? I, you know what's funny? I was waiting for somebody to mention this at the other media. Uh, they don't say anything? 
but it, uh... Hold on, no there you one go. did. I it's noticed just, it as soon as you walked in. It's just, uh... It's just a high-end... Am I in the right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a high-end water, but it... Oh, every, yeah, it looks like vodka. Everyone thinks it's vodka, and I was on the elevator, and I was going into some appointment or something in Manhattan, and I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> just chugging the water, and this guy next to me was like, whoa, man, and um, I said... What? And he's like, I mean, you're really killing that vodka. It's <laughs> like, no, no, it's water. You really thought I could chug vodka that quickly? And he goes like this. He goes, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's like a rehab outpatient clinic on the ninth floor or whatever. And I was like, oh. did you think I was uh, on my way to, 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 re- to a rehab outpatient clinic with like this? Just being like, well, one last time, baby. Yeah. Yeah. They do that, though. I yeah. think like drug, drug intervention. Like, yeah. More, yeah. They show, yeah. They, they're like, all right. Well, right. I'm not going to throw it away. Right. In intervention, right? Isn't that some of them on the way to rehab just do all of the drugs? Yeah. Like, yeah. That is so well, before crazy. I go on a diet, I'm like, let's eat a whole pizza. Yeah, you know that's exactly you gotta, right. You got to get in good if shape. you cut weight, you might as well have an entire pizza. <laughs> Boy, I'm loving uh, the dollar slice in New York City. I got to get off that train. Yeah. Do you, li- <laughs> you live there? Yeah, I'm living in Manhattan now, and uh, it's wonderful. Do people recognize you all the time? Yeah, but I'm actually getting to a point. There are, uh, they call themselves graphers. They've been graphing, but there are autographed people outside. Graphers? They try to be cool with a name? They do try and be cool. (laughs) It's not cool. They do try and be cool. They're fat nerds who sell autographs on the internet. That's correct, also. Yeah. Um, But uh, we appreciate the support. Um, I'm kind of getting to a level of fame where people either are like, that can't be him. Or I think especially in New York, they're kind of in the space of like, that's him, but I'm not going to bother him. But I had the strangest, this was like my my opening thing to coming to Tampa was, uh, and I, look, I've been, all, I've been to Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Miami, Naples. Jacksonville. Yeah, I did Naples and Port Charlotte last year, but I've really done a lot of Florida. Yeah. And I'm starting to realize one of the great things about Florida is it's a place where if you see a middle-aged mother sort of watching her kids splash around in the pool and she's just killing a case of beer <laughs> in Florida, no one's really like, I don't know if that's responsible. Yeah. Everybody's like... I wish I had a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's been it's 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 just been interesting going everywhere. But on the way here, there's this woman next to me on the plane, and she just was so drunk at the really? beginning of the flight, and then proceeded to get way more drunk. And she sort of it was that awkward moment where she's like, "Hey, what's your name?" I'm like, "I'm TJ." She goes, "No, you're." <laughs> Oh, you are. You're that actor guy. And she's just screaming on the uh, plane. And I was like, hey, uh, don't, don't blow up my spot. And she's like, okay. And she turns to the back of the plane and goes like this. Oh, you just look like the actor. You uh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, so smooth. Uh, Such, a smooth uh, Such a smooth move. Such a smooth move. Are you an actress? Because that was perfect. Uh, yeah. All right, exactly. <laughs> you should consider going into it. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, but for the most part, people are really cool about it, very respectful. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm now at a level, and it's very strange. This is always strange because I... I'm not seeing it from the outside. Like, in fact, all the time, Kate has to sort of say to me, hey, you can't do that anymore. You can't go to this place. You can't hang out after a show with 
people that you don't know. Yeah. And um, so it's very strange for me. But I, I am at a place a little bit more now where I'll introduce myself at a restaurant or a bar or something like that. And the people will be like, oh, I know who you are. You know? Yeah. You In to, New York, I just didn't want to mess with you. get a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of places. Because I, I tour so much now. But it is interesting to see how different... Uh, the reaction is in different places. But I'm getting to a place... I had a conversation with a couple people, um, like Louis C.K. was talking about, just that people would stare at him, and he'll be like, what? And then they'd be like, oh, it is you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then, like, um, uh, not Clear Danes, Chris, Chris Rock... Was talking about very how similar the two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're basically. Like, I, I didn't want to reveal it on your show, but they are the same yeah. person. Uh, Chris Rock is a very good actor um, when he wears white face, so <laughs> and a wig, and uh, and so he, uh, you know, both of them kind of said people just don't, especially Chris Rock. He's, he's like people just don't, they just don't think it's me. They just I'm wearing sunglasses. Ben Stiller rides the subway all the time. Yeah. And there I was saw, this viral I saw video, that video yeah. with that girl, and that was so funny. And really, he's just such a good dude. It's just that's he was. Really, I don't know how he, if I if but I was he on used, flight, people, people just on the subway are like, "There's no way that's Ben Stiller." Because we have a a, yeah. a feeling about celebrities that you're all gazillionaires, and that imagine if you were going from. Uh, Manhattan to Queens, you take a helicopter. Like, that's what everybody wants to <laughs> no, think. That's wants very to think. true. Yeah. I will get sometimes, I think, often, not often, but every once in a while, I get kind of people when I'm at the airport be like, What are you doing here? What? <laughs> Do you, why, why are, one TSA guy goes, Why are you flying commercial? And I was like, What do you know? Why? why okay, it costs $17,000 yeah. to fly to New York on a really, private jet. It really, yeah. really does. Yeah. You know, we've we've done that once or twice, and it's just so ridiculously cost prohibitive that I wouldn't even know why you would do it. Even no. Jennifer Lawrence, who has so much money, they were like, "Do you have any bad habits?" And I swear to God, this she's a little out of touch. Let's be honest. <laughs> she goes flying private. It's uh, a bad habit. Uh, I need to stop. Yeah. And so it's just it's just such a different world, but it's such an easy way to just waste your money. Like Wahlberg would never take a commercial flight, right? But because he travels with the entourage, you've got, you know, these flights are costing $20,000, $25,000. You have to make $50,000 to be able to pay for that. Sure. Who is... Or a lot fifty of grand and being like, yeah, I'll blow that. You could I mean, make, but sometimes like uh, if Wahlberg's doing a movie, he could take Sony's jet. Like, he'll, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. That's, that's, but yeah. you know what? That happens less than I think he has deals with. So it happens a little bit more that he's like, I, he's just really good at saying like, I want to be paid the maximum amount right. that you're able to pay, and then I'll take care of the rest of it. Um, but then other people are really smart. Like Denzel Washington owns his own like double decker trailer, and he will make the studio rent it from him so that he right. can stay yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's kind of the double that's dipping smart. stuff. Yeah. You know? uh, T.J. Miller is here in the studio with us. He's going to be at the Improv this weekend. Tampa. Uh, if I was on a plane, the chickens with you, at uh, Ybor. Yeah. <laughs> if you <laughs> Close. Steal, if you catch one of those chickens, <laughs> what is it? Ybor. 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 Yeah. Yibor, ye. That's that's the older part of town. Yibor, ye old Yibor. Um, no, it's uh, it's. I couldn't believe the chickens. I just. I mean, this, I can't believe it is, every time I go. I'm like, how is this still happening? I was on Seventh Street or whatever, and yes. it's just lunacy. I just loved it. It was a Thursday night. I was like, 
look at these girls that already look like it's like 10 p.m. and they're doing the walk of shame somehow already. <laughs> like, what is going on? But it's really, really fun. I mean, that's that's what I like about um, Florida is just people love to have a good time, you know. And yeah. I like coming down here especially because I'm not political in my humor. I'm not, I don't talk about any of that stuff. I just want everybody to check out, have a good time. And it's a dynamic show. Now I'm, I'm juggling. There's slide trombone, <laughs> terrible <laughs> ventriloquism now. I have a ventriloquist dummy with a smaller ventriloquist dummy. Oh, <laughs> so oh. that's something you'll never be able to see. Yeah. Did, you sneak a, did you sneak a slide trombone in there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I like snuck one in. Slide uh, And uh, yeah, yeah. Here is something. Here is what if you want to know what I think people think about you. Okay. Let me just tell you this. I have a buddy who uh, has a business that is very profitable, and people are it's backed up forever to win. And he emailed me and said, "I uh, messaged TJ about this, but I don't know if he's going to get it, so you can bring it up to him." And I said, "Okay." I don't know why this person would assume that you're interested in this. But I also think you would be. I'm excited. It's a goat yoga place where you go and you do yoga, which you don't really have to do. The oh, yoga. I am absolutely into that. And I've the baby never goats jump all over. It's fantastic. Oh I, we have brought you done it. Oh yeah, yeah. And we brought them oh, yeah. in the studio. Yeah. Oh, you brought the goats. <clears throat> to the studio. We had goats everywhere. Well, you know, you you had called the guy who likes to get kicked in the balls, and <laughs> yeah. he wasn't available, and so you had to get the goats in here. <laughs> He was the goat greatest of all time in getting hit in the testicles. <laughs> yeah. The other, and then uh, real goats. And then there's the real. What goats. do we have? About ten baby goats. At least, yeah, and they were yeah. underneath, jumping up on the counter. And, yeah. It's the best chaos you'll ever be you a part of. You guys do have one of the greatest shows <laughs> of all time. Because I mean, you wake up one morning and you realize, I can do anything that I want and make this company pay for it. Like I, if it has radio value. I can make it happen. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I've been trying to understand is kind of the value of celebrity of saying, hey, I'll take a picture and put this on Instagram, and uh, can I get a box of free truffles for oh, my you, wife? You, you know? know what you need? I'm going to tell you what I never. You don't have a best friend. You need what I. You need a Pete. I have a, my best friend's name is Pete, yeah. and it's Pete's job to do that. You can't do that because you're a celebrity. Just don't ask for stuff. Pete asked for stuff for you. Yeah, that's a good thing. And it's good to have a... Yeah, Wahlberg has like three people. Yes, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Pete, Pete's my turtle and my drama and my E all wrapped into one. Yeah. You go and you take a picture with something and you go, thanks, man. It's very nice to meet you. And then Pete goes, hey, why don't you send him a case of those? He'll take a bunch of those pictures out the year. Oh, yeah, that's, I have no problem. That's what you need. Yeah, I mean, I, my best friend is Kate, so I guess it's my wife that is usually... But it's she's less like, hey, can we get a free right, you know, pizza right. out of this? And more like, <laughs> quit taking pictures of us. We're in a heated argument. <laughs> and also, it's not a matter of you can afford it. It's not like you just want a free pizza. It's a matter of these are things that should. That's how the universe works. You're taking pictures. You're famous. You should be getting some free stuff. Are you doing yeah, cameo? There's there's value with that. Okay, so. I was on uh, uh, Jim and Sam, which is a serious radio show. Oh, yeah, they're our buddies. Yeah, and they're oh yeah, of course that makes that makes a lot of sense because you guys have similar sensibilities. But they, I would say that Jim Norton's a bit more of a pervert than you are. <laughs> He's more open about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and so um, I was on there, and they were looking at cameos, and I was on cameo for a second. I was the most expensive person on there after Kathy Griffin. Oh. <laughs> and um, and we we did some of these. Uh, he they were just looking through Tommy Lee's and some of these other people, and it was just not a good look, as we say in Hollywood. Yeah. It's not that it's sad; like everybody needs to make a buck. And more than that, 
I had some people get the cameo just like on the site and they just couldn't believe it was such an amazing gift for them yeah. and they were so excited and they couldn't believe that I sent a video where I'm saying their name but it's just not a good look and it, Kate from the get go from the jump was like you should not be doing this she's right and yeah and I, right. I, I was like I was like what's the big deal you know I, I make videos for people anyway sometimes and she's like then do that it's just not a good look and she's almost always right about that stuff yeah. because she just I don't know because you look at that stuff. You look there. There are some pretty well-known celebrities on there now. Yeah, Charlie but, Sheen. Yeah, <laughs> but the truth is, is that you, I I don't for you. I'm trying to think like if I didn't talk to you and I didn't know you, I would be very excited. I'm a fan of yours, Thank and you. if somebody got that for me, I would have been like, oh, it's all you know. I love yeah. T.J. Yeah. Miller. That's pretty cool. And I wouldn't think bad about you. But then also, it puts you next to Perez Hilton and Billy from Bachelor Season 3. And okay, you're like, yeah. So here's here's something that I did. It's going to be on my website when the web the new website's done. So I got off Cameo. And then I got obsessed with getting cameos from people where <laughs> they said, I love the Emoji Movie. It's great for kids. <laughs> so that was amazing. <laughs> so awesome. I had, and this is kind of why it's a little sad. So I had Perez Hilton do that because he's like he'll do anything twenty five bucks or something. It's just unbelievable. He's cheap and he's twenty eight dollars. I just looked it up a little yeah, while ago. Twenty eight dollars. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> how many videos can you make to make that worth it? I don't understand it. But I think he doesn't have any money. So right. and that's the kind of look of the people that are on there. But he totally was like, "Oh, T.J. Miller. I'm a huge fan of T.J. Miller. Huge fan of the Emoji Movie. It's good for kids." And I'm like. He used to talk so much trash about me <laughs> right. back in the day, and now he's like on demand to <laughs> advertise the emoji movie for me. <laughs> Make him say whatever I mean, he wants. You just can't even imagine. So that's the other kind of problem. Was like, you know, it's that I was I was at a club in Raleigh, and sorry, Raleigh, <laughs> and they. Um, uh, this guy was really drunk in the front row and I pulled out my juggling balls and he was like, dance, monkey, dance. And I was like, what? And he said, dance, monkey, dance. And I was like, I'm kicking you out of the club. And he was like, oh, boo-hoo. And then I straight up kicked him yeah, out of the yeah, show. Because I'm like, why? That's so mean and weird. I'm trying to entertain you. But it has a, a slight bit of that feel to it. And that's just not something that needs to happen. Especially because I'm a comic. So I'm. What happens when you get one and it's not something you really want to, hey, congratulate Bobby for sleeping with the 20th girl and you're like I don't know if I want to be involved in this well you don't you ass. don't have to do any of them right but then um, you have to start making those decisions yeah but then there know? was that um who was it was it Brett Favre there there's that big thing where all these white supremacists had him do all these slang words right. for like slurs essentially and so then you get into that position it's like again when you're on demand in that way I just I can't really get into it and some people are really funny about it like I got one that I was really excited about from the unknown comic from oh, the gong from the show gong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the paper bag over his head and he was so funny and he was doing all these jokes and you know and he, he's got the paper bag with the holes on yeah. Yeah. And he just goes, hey, hey, I got a facelift. And he turns the bag around <laughs> and the holes are higher up. And it, I'm just like cracking up with this. And it was such a thrill that he was, you know, doing kind of jokes for me. And right. So that, you know, when it's something like that, um, 
I totally get why people love it. Yeah. But but there is a dance monkey aspect to it. Yeah, I just can't do it. And also, you know, I'm not hard up. For cash, because I, I'm, you know, I've got um, Kristen Stewart and I did a movie that's coming out in January, What's January tenth. Like? Awesome. She, I'm, I'm, I'm wildly attracted to her. I could, even yeah. though she can care less about me. But uh, um, she, no, I, she mentions you quite a bit. Uh, no, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, uh, I, I wondered. If she, if she, she weirdly said, I want to get into that. It's yeah. pretty strong. <laughs> I, you guys just seem like totally different people, so I don't know. That's what, when I went there, so I didn't even, when they came to me about the film, I I kind of went, Kristen Stewart, I don't, I don't totally get that. Like, mm-hmm. I understood the movie. It's kind of like Cloverfield, and I understood what the comedy would be like in it, because I'm, of course, doing that. But um, as far as Kristen Stewart goes, um, you know, I sort of, I just and then Kate said no, no no she's one of the best actresses alive and I said really Twilight and Kate goes I haven't seen Twilight but trust me and so well, that's not I, that's I said, not not Twilight I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well I just said you know I, I said okay well, let's see how this is gonna go and then I was skeptical. And she was, you know, somebody that famous is always, that's always the weird interaction because they're kind of like, you can't trust anybody, which is true. We're Do you going think you're right not now. that famous? I have a tough time you don't understanding feel, yeah, it. You don't grasp it. Um, but yeah, now I'm starting, like, I just recently started referring to myself as famous or as a celebrity not in yeah. a gross way just no, but like in an you, honest way yeah um but so yeah and I, I think that's the other weird thing is like all of these people including kristen stewart have seen my work like they they've watched stuff that i've been in especially deadpool everyone's seen deadpool so um it it was it's always awkward at first but then we went out drinking and she can really put them back right. especially tequila and she just is pretty gangster she yeah. has this kind of gangster feel to her you know her girlfriend was a victoria's secret model she kind of like has that whole feel going on and so um we just we got along really well, and I thought she was very funny. But she just she has an interesting kind of energy that reminded me of the kids I used to hang out with in high school. So it became kind of a older brother younger sister thing, and uh, it was really really fun. She also is really good, like especially in this movie. Yeah, it's to her it's a it's a thriller, but for her it's an existential character piece. And and she's just good. Like I th- I think in part kind of like Wahlberg, and I think I, I kind of get along with those people more than like Josh Brolin was cool, but he's like an actor. I mean, he's a surfer dude who lives in Venice right. when he's not on screen, um, but he's cool. It's just like we don't have a lot of common ground. Whereas like Wahlberg actually was a Southie kind of gang member person and Kristen has gotten hardened because she got famous so so young. So it's kind of more, I mean, you know, Wahlberg talks about it in Entourage more and less in person and stuff but it's more the feel of like there are actors and then there are movie stars and movie stars aren't necessarily as um, skilled at acting, yeah. but actors don't necessarily have the charisma or the sort of weird outwardly like confident type of thing. And you got and along with Wahlberg? Yes, he's a good friend of mine. I yeah. have a buddy who's a comedian that was in the movie with him. And, oh, really? uh, oh, he was. He said it on the show, so I could say Tom Segura was. Yeah, in that he's movie. the greatest. So Segura was like, you know, I kept trying to. Like he's so funny. Have some sort of common ground with him. Yeah, and I'd say something to him, and he'd be like, 
Yeah, and then he'd go on the scene, and he goes, and then one day I said something about football, and he goes, and then from then on, every time I went on the scene, he just started telling me all these football facts <laughs> and things I didn't really know about, and I'm, and he goes, but it was the only way I can get him to kind of relate to me and talk to me about it. I mean, it's tough. I think also for Wahlberg, he, look, he's not an awkward guy. Like, I'd say he's the most gangster of all the people in Hollywood, but he, um, it's. I think it's awkward for him to find common ground because he is so 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 famous yeah and he has been doing this for so 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 long and so we kind of bonded over uh, work ethic he's an obviously incredibly strong work ethic i do also and he's very smart the way that he thinks about hollywood and media and culture and so we got along in that way i think he's you know i think he's one of the smartest guys that i know certainly that i count as a friend i believe that he may have known that by seeding entourage into culture he would later be able to use that uh, for ballers Oh. Not like I'm going to do ballers later on right. after this. Just like once he saw that people were mimicking the entourage like, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, just like um, Jimmy Butler has an entourage and they're friends. And I know that guy from Office Christmas Party. He kind of made it cool to have an entourage. And so all these people now have entourages and ballers is about how that is so financially detrimental right. yeah. i think that he is smart enough that he would have seeded that within culture and expected that he would shift culture in that direction and then be able to do a show about that which is pretty that you're kind of thinking 10 to 15 years in advance but that's sort of what he's like and then he's also funny he was really funny about uh Transformers. I was like, how can you get through? That's the other thing I was so impressed by. I'm like, how can you do? I said to him, you have 227 days left. Yeah. How can you do that? I mean, how do you? And he's like, I just try not to think about it. I don't look at those numbers. And he's just like, it's a lot of paper, man. It's a lot of paper. Yeah. And so you have to understand that he's also a businessman. Like, there was that ridiculous controversy over reshooting the film. And it's just like, he... That wasn't because he's a, a bad dude or thinks that he should be paid more than anyone else. He just um, knew that he could squeeze the studio because they only had him for two more days and they needed him for five or right. something. And so he's just like, I'm not doing this unless, you know, you pay me this amount. And he's just, he's not going to let anybody... That's the business um, part. Yeah. Yeah, that's the business, business part. That's of it. what you have to do. Um, but the other thing that I thought was really interesting is he's incredibly kind. So he's, you know, he, he really does care about fans and people. And we went and had dinner, and this two two times that I've hung out with him, I saw a really interesting moment, like two interesting moments. One, this guy waited till we were done with dinner and said, "We take a picture with my daughter," and she was like this nine year old kid. And he was just so overly effusively, like, of course. And so what do you, you know, what kind of movies do you watch? What kind of, it just, he, he switched yeah. on a yeah. dime. And then another time we were at lunch at this place called Ebaldi, which is like a super high-end, um, very Hollywood spot where it's like you can't really get in and they only let certain people eat there. And he, of course, is one of those people. And this paparazzi guy was like, he didn't take pictures of him. He was like, hey, Mark, it's, you know, it's, and that's interesting that he calls him Mark because he said, hey, Mark, um, do you mind? And Mark's like, yeah, absolutely. That's cool. And you could tell that they knew each other. Right. And he, like, 
Wahlberg knew that this guy is not going to portray him in a negative light or like take so a bunch of pictures and sell it to TMZ and be like, oh, they're doing it. But instead, um, you know, he was going to do that and only give it to publications that were going to reflect it in you know, People Magazine or something like right. that instead of TMZ, which is just like lies. And <laughs> so it's it's interesting to see him interact with the world. But I definitely had to get past the entourage outer circle yeah. before he and I could actually like get along. But I, I have a great time with him. He's he's so funny because at the end of the night, if we're if we've been out or at a restaurant or something like that, I always start making fun of him because I make fun of all these people. That's part of why they like me, I think. But he'll always be like, "Oh, here it comes again!" Like all the time at the <laughs> right, end of the yeah. night, we had a bunch of drinks, and now, now you're making fun of me. Here comes that. What I go, do you make fun of him about? I just tease him about anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just make fun of anything. He's kind of perfect. Yeah, and yeah. and so he's kind of perfect. <laughs> um, no, I kind of you know I was I, made, I was making fun of him about uh, you know he, he talks about. His past a fair amount, so I was like, "Oh, we get it. You've been, to, you know, you've been to jail." <laughs> and he's like, "You know," I was like, "Okay, everybody's everybody clear about that?" And he was like, "You know, a lot of people that I came up with um, didn't get a second chance, and I did, and I'm very, um, uh, I feel very fortunate for that." And I was like, "Whoa, that." was a stop in your tracks like you just destroyed me um but i you know i'll tease him about just whatever and he said here you go here it comes and i said that's why you like me that's part of it you're a king and i'm a jester yeah and the jester is supposed to make he's the only one that can make fun of the king and i find that that's the case like but also Spielberg you, pretty cool about that. you want one guy to not kiss your yeah, ass exactly and you know spielberg is like that michael bay is like that kind of the people that you wouldn't expect because we don't um you know we no it's exactly it nobody makes fun of them nobody i feel like michael them. bay would be like haha tj and then he'd walk in the other room and go get tj out of the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 no no, no. he will not walk in the other room he will say directly <laughs> to you like i'm cutting you out of the movie <laughs> no he's another weird guy where he's got this reputation that really doesn't match up with what he's like yeah he's especially Offset, he's one of Kate's favorite people. Kate just really thinks that he's like a good, solid dude, that he's really, really sweet. And so you see a lot of these people kind of either get a reputation that's just basically lies. Right. Or, you know, they they just, they, they can't open up to very many people. Um and and it's tough. People try and take advantage of everyone. I had I had that situation just a couple of days ago where what I was like, oh, I'm takes- just hanging out with these. I mean, I don't want to get into specifics, but I was like, I'm just hanging out with these people. I know them through Hollywood, but I don't really know them. And it just suddenly became apparent that they were trying to get any sort of anything any information that was social currency for them yeah. maybe something that they could sell to TMZ really and it's just like oh you always have to be on alert for that it's just a new thing a and Kate, Kate's like okay now finally you get it but it's it's antithetical to my personality like I would love to go down 7th street and like bar hop and meet people right. and all that kind of stuff but that's just not an option anymore so Th- I have and to that really suck? get it going and is my, that an okay uh, trade 
in my um, western suites. Yeah. <laughs> is um, that an okay trade out that you've had to do? You have this great life and this great career, but now you can't bar hop anymore. I I don't think you get a choice, so I try not to wonder too much about it. But Kate made this point because I went to an open mic and. Yeah, that didn't work out well, and I wasn't even going to go up. I was just going to um, just watch comedy, right. you know? And Kate kind of said, she's like, look, you've been the guy in the past um, who, you know, goes to dive bars and meets people. She was like, but if you had to choose between that, like, like bar hopping on 7th Street, um, or being able to go up at any club in manhattan almost any time that you want to and be able to do six sets on a wednesday you know yeah which would you rather have and it's like no choice. question that's no question yeah. because that's what i really like doing it's just the bummer is now i can't hang out after shows this is sudden work like that unless yeah. i'm in a controlled situation and i you really don't go out after shows it like the improv it's like i can't really go out anywhere so i have to uh kind of make the green room the sort of hang afterwards and then that's that's kind of the deal and then what what happens is especially in um new york it's like in manhattan in where i live in greenwich village you build out a network of places where you are safe right so right, there's right. like this omakase room by tatsu which is this really good japanese place and they just know me and i can get in there when i need to and get out of there and and make sure that there's no one around us there's uh, a place called fort charles prime rib which sort of kind of is always holding a table in case somebody wants to come in so i can just go in there and those are places where especially Fort Charles, which Kate and I hang out there and at this spot called Mesro, which is a jazz club. Spanish sell all these locations to That's yeah. exactly, exactly right. <laughs> but nobody, um, nobody can really get in there and nobody really knows about them. And they don't let TMZ or Page right. Six or those people in there. That that's those people are just not allowed you know to go in there. You're safe there, yeah. And so you're safe. And then what I love is Mesro is this jazz club, and we go to jazz clubs a lot. And I like jazz. That's fine. Like Kate's a big jazz head, but um, at a jazz club. Nobody cares about anything but the jazz. Yeah. Because they're <laughs> all true. jazz heads. So the only celebrities to them in the room are the people playing jazz. Yeah. And those are the best in New York. Those are the best people in the world, like b better than in Paris or anywhere. And so they're so focused on that that they just don't care that we're there. Right. And that place is really cool. They'll let us kind of sneak in food. Like, they're just <laughs> like, like Kate, Kate and I can kind of still be scummy kids who met in college and, and chill just out. hang out. Yeah. Let me ask you, if I'm on a plane, I'm sitting in first class and, I, and you come in and you sit next to me. Do we talk or do I not? Do I acknowledge you're at it again? Oh, TJ, I'm a fan. Because in my, in my heart... I'm going to be, the whole flight, I'm going to be like, oh, should I say hi, should I not say hi, is it rude if I don't say Yeah, hi? and you kind of, that's also weird, because I feel bad, I don't know if I should, but that the person, because I've sort of been in that situation where you're aware of everything that that celebrity is doing, and you just can't stop. Yeah. Thinking. And I think the best thing in the world is a person who doesn't want a picture, but would rather be like, hey, I'm a huge fan of your work. Say maybe a couple things that you like. And then I love, this woman just did not do this, but <laughs> she was like, hey, I'm not going to bother you. And I was like, thank you. And then she just bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. and that's that's another thing that I have a tough time with. I understand the language of it, but the number of the percentage of people, <laughs> it's got to be in the 70th percentile of people that come up to me to ask for a picture. It either starts with, I hate to be this guy, yeah, or I never right. do this, don't do or it. I don't want to bother you. If you really hate to be that guy, then don't be that guy. But at the same time, what they're saying is, I just simply cannot pass up this uh, moment. And the other thing is, um, my former bodyguard, because he tried to extort a lot of money from us, uh, and it's just that's what? the kind of stuff that happens. What? I know that sentence is just like weird. how. What, what did he have dirt on you? I don't. I don't know. He's not. You don't hire a guy like that for his brain power. So <laughs> I, I never understood what he was thinking. But you know, he. That's my next job. I thought by it was way. really sweet. Really. Yeah. I look when I'm done with this. <laughs> I, I can I, I can uh, hang out with you and separate myself. We're not friends. I'm working for you, but I also like to be around you. Yeah. And I, at the same time, while you and Kate are inside the club enjoying some food, watching jazz, I could be like, "How can we get TJ a couple of cases of those uh, glasses or pizza?" Or yeah, I'm yeah. Like, my next. You can peed it up a little yeah. bit. I like that. Peed well, it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, uh, you know, he had his most valuable possession outside of his daughter um, was a picture of him and Vince McMahon. <laughs> and he would show that to everybody and he the story over and over I heard of oh him kind of, nobody else wanted to go up and ask for a picture and then he went up and asked and Vince McMahon was so nice and he asked him if he had ever wrestled because he said you're a really big guy. And that story and that picture was so important to him because Vince McMahon was somebody that he has watched all <laughs> the time. Validated this guy's life, yeah. I mean, it really was the most important thing to him. And I think that's really sweet. And so it is tough for me now, especially with kind of America and the state that it is, it's tough for me to say, no, I'm not going to take a picture. The only time I do it is when Kate is kind of like, you know, it's clear that this is not the time to do that. And then I just say, I'm, I appreciate you being respectful. Like, I'm in a conversation with my wife, or we're just trying to have a good time. But if it's just me, it's kind of tough to walk past people that have that are graphing yeah and and kind of be like you've been here for an hour you didn't want to miss the opportunity and this now that being said i'm not going to sign clear plastic (laughs) somebody was like can you sign each of these plastic things i'm like no you're just going to use that to counterfeit what are you talking about um but then there's also people that kind of have these huge funko pop collections and those those that's their prized possession just like you know a guy who has a a mustang that he refurbished that's like his thing and so these people that have these collections you know they really have worked hard to get them autographed because that's the whole thing and they're on these message boards and facebook groups and all this stuff and i also have like five of those dolls or something so they can get all of these signed dolls all at once and that's just such a big deal that it's really tough for me to be like no no no, i gotta i gotta but there's a difference you know that (laughs) you know that that guy like i have a lot of autograph stuff that um, I, people are always, like, if they're hesitant to sign, like Sammy Hagar one time, this is yeah. 20 years ago, he's like, uh, so we're going to take these and put them on eBay? And I was like, no, you dick. I just, yeah, yeah. I liked you, and you sign it to Mike. I don't want to, I'll never sell anything. I don't, I'll give it to my kids, and they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah, I think, and you know, there are some people that sell them, as you don't know which is which, and that is a tough thing, is like, 
you can't differentiate between those two people. So I, um, you know, I I kind of hope for the benefit of the doubt. The problem is, is that what Kate is starting to teach me is like you sometimes you can't give people the benefit of the doubt because you are so vulnerable right. at this stage that people are really... I mean, we've had some really messed up stuff. I mean, we had... Isn't there a portion of you that goes... Like me, I mean, I'm I'm not a celebrity, but uh, if I was, I'd be like, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Sign it, sell it. I don't care if you get a million dollars for it. I, I, I don't want to have whatever I, you do. I, I think, yeah, there's that too. But you guys are also really lucky because although now there's pictures of you online and there's a video component and all this kind of right. stuff... Radio helps you so much just be more the voice, but you guys must sometimes get recognized for your voices, right? Yeah, like somebody, which is the yeah. weirdest thing Somebody ever. will be in there and they'll be like, I didn't think it was you until I heard your voice. Or you'll see a head snap when you talk. Right, yeah. And so I, I get that also because my so voice, so sounds, voice stuff, like, yeah. and sounds like a drag queen who chain smokes <laughs> and singing tie the yellow ribbon all night. Um, but it's, it, you know, so that's always weird to me when somebody's like, I didn't know it was you until um, I heard the voice. But we were at Rockville in Jacksonville, which is yeah. this huge concert. rock festival with Incubus and Tool and just that genre of music, everybody from that genre of music. It's a huge festival. People come in from all over the country yeah. and the yeah. world. And I was, but I get to do things like this. We went to a swap meet in Florida. This is kind of the weird upside of celebrity for me right now. We went to this weird, like, treasure hunting thing in Florida, and I bought Kate a facial massager, which was really funny. <laughs> it was straight out of the box. It's not like right. I wasn't just sitting there. <laughs> and then um, I bought a faucet. I just there, there was this faucet, and uh-huh. I thought it would be funny to buy it. And then I went to the rock concert with that, and I wore... Because a lot of people were dressed like this. I wore a bandana and sunglasses and a hat that said, like, F cancer or right. whatever. <laughs> and, um, and I was able to walk around in complete anonymity. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I went up and we were getting, like, bratwurst, this food truck. And then they were all like, oh, we didn't know until we heard your voice. And so... Um, I, I didn't ask for free bratwurst. Uh, I didn't have a Pete at the time. Pete, yeah. and, um, but I gave the guy at the food truck the faucet. <laughs> and he was like, will you sign this? And I was like, you better believe I will. <laughs> yeah. And so that's a really funny thing that forever he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That he's like, TJ Miller gave me a faucet. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just so bizarre. Yeah, it was wonderful. But yeah. then there you go. And so, I, you know, occasionally I do stuff like that. And I think it's it's that's sort of the build murray side of uh-huh. all this stuff is just doing weird things and giving people stories that's, yeah. that's, that's great tj miller is here he's going to be at the improv tonight 8 and ten thirty, and then saturday seven thirty and 10 i will tell you that tj is one of my favorites we we put a lot of people on this show that are funny but i couldn't care less about them you are definitely one of my favorites uh, Thank have, you. No, it's for like the last time you were here. I think we had to drive you up from sarasota or something yeah, I, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's I, right. I didn't want you to pass the market Without me getting to have you on the show, yeah. so I'm glad you're back. No, 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 I'm so happy to be here, and it's just it's nice to be in Tampa and get out of the heat. Come and no. see the shows tonight uh, and tomorrow night, and uh, yeah, celebrate the weekend. This is a, a big weekend, so if you're in town, 
or you you know you've come. To you Tampa. got a three day weekend and just go. You can go to comedy Friday or Saturday, and then you still have Sunday or and Monday. both. Right, or both. And then you got Sunday night and Monday night. Tell and me, you about- know, this is Florida, so you also have Tuesday morning. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Tell me about uh, what you, what is made the most money for you out of all the things you've done. Wow, I've never really had that question before. <laughs> These are things that um, I think. Uh, I, start- I, I don't know because you got to think about residuals, you know. You got so it's like, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, you know, Deadpool two. I also hit a back end bonus. Oh, that's cool. so that 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 gets pretty good. But then you know, Big Hero six and Ready Player one. That's the other thing. Oh, I so, forgot about Ready Player one. And, you have your little nubs and everything. Yeah, I really <laughs> do. do. My little tiny yeah. sausage fingers that are giving out faucets to all the food <laughs> trucks. Um, I, you know, the thing that I always say that's so interesting is, to me, it's very interesting that the um, uh, the the children's movies, especially the animated ones, are the only thing that people really buy on DVD and then just put in and let it times, replay. Right. Yeah. And, you know, now more and more people are streaming, but... Those are the things that really sell. You know, basically, you think about when you go into a blockbuster, what's going to be in there? It's Deadpool, it's Ready Player One, it's Big Hero 6, it's the Emoji Movie. Those are sort of the movies. I love that you're in a blockbuster. And so, right, exactly. I can't get out of there. I don't know what to do. I love America. I went to a Target last week twice. Once because I needed Tums because I'd eaten too much fried chicken. Uh-huh. And then a second time because I like Target. If and, you bought me Tums, that would be better than a faucet. I really? TJ Miller bought That's, me these Tums. All right, yeah. I, I'll bring it next time. Uh, <laughs> for that. We all need a little Tums. And, uh, um, but it's, you know, those are the things that sort of pay dividends and the residuals. But you just don't make as much money as you would think. You make a lot of money yeah. comparatively to, uh, you know, the rest of the country. But it's, you, I, you know, I've never made a million dollars for a movie. Really? Not, yeah. not even close. And you, I think that's the problem is like, especially. People that try and extort money from us, they just think, think that we have $10 million, $25 million, or they look online and they see that Celebrity Net Worth says I'm worth $9 million, and it's like, no. Yeah. Like, that is so absolutely not the case. If anything, it's really a fraction of that. It's not even half of that. The only person that's and ever been- it costs been... a lot to live. Oh, the, yeah, especially if you're living in, the, in Greenwich Village. The only person that we've ever, like, uh, Celebrity Net Worth says you're worth, like, $6 million- was Harlan Williams? He was like, was right on the nose. Pretty much. Uh, that's pretty yeah. funny. Everybody yeah. else is like, way off, way off. Yeah, it's pretty far off. But it, it, you know, people also forget costs a lot of money to be me and Kate. Yeah, we have we have to. I I have to have a greeter in Los Angeles or New York that meets me on the curbside, takes me through security, gets me into the club in a place that's sort of sequestered. Yeah, and then so even to fly commercially costs a lot of money, and then you know it's all the things that I'm talking about where these places that we go and we feel safe are also incredibly expensive. Yeah. I know that sounds insane, but it's like Fort Charles Prime Rib. The steak costs eighty dollars. Right. I mean, which that is insane. Yeah. It's the best steak you'll ever have in your life. It's amazing prime rib, but it's it's got to kind of be those sorts of atmospheres. Um, but on the flip side, now the jazz club is like, oh no, you don't have to pay cover. Come yeah, on in here. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that, that's kind of nice. <laughs> but it's um, yeah, it's just it costs a lot, and I just can't even imagine Wahlberg's expenses. It's just to have ten no, people but... on the payroll. Oh. I just cannot imagine. It just has to be 
millions, maybe plural, a year, maybe uh, less than that. I'd but... have a two-person payroll. I got Pete, who does the job of four. I like that. And I have my brother. My brother makes me laugh, and he could also beat people up if we had to. There, there it is. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of Maybe cheap. Spanish to carry something. Oh, yeah, See, I, I, got, I got, I got that, those things in Kate. Kate's the yeah. one who will <laughs> beat people man, up. There was, there, we were walking in Hollywood, and it was like super late, and we were in a gas station, and it was like super sketchy because it was in the neighborhood of Hollywood. And this, like, really bizarre dude wearing a skirt and a mesh tank top started, like, walking after us. And uh, I was like, oh, I think I should say something, you know what I mean? Because this seems like it's getting danger. And before I finished that thought, Kate was like, dude, get away from us. Get the- away from us, okay? Right now. And the, this, this, like, man woman was like, yeah? Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. And Kate, we always talk about that because she kind of will go to that level She's your protector. if necessary yeah it's that she's also a michigan chick who's like mm. dude mm. get away from us <laughs> and pitch you on a tv show i mean yeah i can't say it on the air the, the s word weird s with tj miller it's just you doing stuff you go like to flea that. markets you go into yeah. put it on the travel channel the, anywhere i mean I, I, hbo it's it's uh you just go and and i don't mean you know, you don't create, like, you go to places that are known for their, where you, just you at Rockville, I think, would have been good enough. Yeah. You, I mean, you chasing chickens in Ybor City. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, I would watch that forever. I, I gotta get to chasing chickens <laughs> in City. I'm gonna watch your Instagram this weekend. If I, if I don't see you chasing the chicken, I'm gonna be very disappointed. I mean, that's the thing. You're gonna have to hang out on Seventh Street, <laughs> but if you're willing to make that sacrifice, man, that no. was a beautiful disaster. It's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. a catastrophe over there. Are you gonna have any kids? Um, yeah, we have one frozen daughter. Oh, uh, you do? You're waiting? Named Alice. <laughs> and, uh, and so I think that's eventually going to happen. I'm feeling like, feeling like Kate still kind of wants to, she's got accepted to a huge installation art festival in the south of France in Auvignon, oh. which I did not know how to pronounce. That's, she's the cultured one. I was in the emoji. You couldn't even maybe. say anonymity kind of before. How are you going to say Auvignon? And uh, and and so that's a big deal. So she was over there for a while, which is really tough because I I'm only in New York three days a week. So when she's gone, we're away from each other for a week and a half, two weeks. That's really really tough. That's heaven for me. <laughs> One day it will be for yeah, me too. Yeah. And um and so that whole thing. But she, I mean, I feel like. She wants to get a little bit further in her career, but this festival is just, that's a skyrocketing situation. So I think that she wants a little bit of that, and then she does want to feel like I'm going to make safe decisions and not put us in any danger. And I'm still kind of, like... You're still a little reckless. Ironing, yeah, I'm still ironing out the kinks as yeah. to what that is. Don't change and, that. Don't keep him. Like I'm a little nuts, and I had two kids, and they're fine. I'm, don't change that. You'll be fine. Yeah, I won't. I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna. Obviously, I'm not gonna suddenly become this like button down like mm-hmm. guy who comes in here and. <laughs> Well, you know, I've really been enjoying uh, seeing classical concerts and going to the opera with the Winklevi twins. But uh, of all the people to travel with, I, I, let me tell you why I asked about kids because I, I truly am a fan, and I could talk to you for another hour. But I have to leave the show when you leave 
Because my six-year-old is graduating from kindergarten today, and if oh, I feel wow. if I don't go to that, she'll be a slut when she gets older. I'm blaming <laughs> that. that is a direct correlation. They've studied yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Mur- if, if it's my son, make... he's a murderer. If, you... if it's my daughter, she's going to be slut. a whore. Right. You should have been there with flowers. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, that's and that that would be a fun thing for us, and I think would get us to a closer point, for sure. Oh, you want to bring TJ? I was going to say, go to the, your daughter's if it, if that's it was my son's graduation, I would bring TJ. That's the weird ass J. Miller, yeah. but yeah, you're right. You don't want uh, your daughter to be embarrassed or anything like that. My son has got going to have stories. Do you know X Pac? He was a wrestler for the WWE forever. I think he I'm going to long hair. Him, yeah. Okay, so he lived here, and he would just uh, hang out with us, and he'd be at my house for like Easter. And my kid one day is going to be like, I, I just there were wrestlers sleeping on the couch. I had a party that had three midgets at it one time. I mean, yeah. like, my kids' mind are going to be blown when they're <laughs> yeah, older. Yeah, exactly. And then T.J. Miller came to my graduation uh, when I was in kindergarten. I know, and that's why I'm a whore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm uh, looking forward to seeing what what are you working on next? Like, what can we look forward to? Uh, the Kristen Stewart film comes out January 10th. I just did a movie with Drew Barrymore, um, which is really exciting because it's like a super subtle strange comedy more in the mike judge realm of the stuff that i do okay and but outside of that it's really stand-up come see me at the uh, tampa improv i've i toured 51 weeks out of 52 last year um yeah tj's not an actor who decided to do comedy he's right. a comedian he's funny eight yeah, this 10 is not 30. a jeremy piven situation <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, 8 and 10, 30, and 7, 30, and 10. You can call 864-4000 and make reservations. Do that because this is going to be a weekend where everybody goes out and you're going to get sold out. Yeah. I love having you on the show. Thank you. I Please, love being on the show. Please, whenever you're in the vicinity, come oh, visit us. Oh, you guys us. are so great. I'm, I'm the best. Really. So, I, know all of them really. I mean, if you want to rank us, you can. <laughs> I, think, I think me and you. Number one, because you, you said the ranking thing. Yeah, thank you. Spanish number two. Yeah. Wow. Oh, burn. I'll take it. Calta, yeah. no trace. Hey, listen, I'll take it, man. As long as I get paid highest, I'll I like care it. about it. And you got Part of what makes the show so good is I know Galvin's funny. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. I'm not afraid to let somebody else be funny. But that's a really important thing. But really, that, behind Spanish, you're kind of a dick. Whoa. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think that, um, yeah, that's a really important thing. That was an interesting thing about Deadpool is that it felt a little... Some of these things can feel a little competitive like somebody else yeah. feels some sort of competition there's been that in almost everything that i've done silicon valley not necessarily with the co-stars and things but with the writer like that showrunner was really into the idea of like how about we do the joke is written that's the funniest joke and i'm mm. like let's just improvise and together find out what the funniest thing is and so it just becomes this thing where i'm always like what's the big because i like supporting other people as much as I like getting the laugh. That's yeah. that's a thing that I never relate... That's the only thing I don't relate to comedic actors or those stand-ups that are like that is... It's not a competition. It's about the audience. You want to find the funniest thing possible. There's stuff... Real stand-ups I, get that. Real stand-ups yeah. want to make other people funnier. And, you know, in my act, it doesn't matter necessarily what I want to do. Sometimes I, I'll do things that aren't as you know, don't get a huge laugh. Like, uh, um, I don't think I can say the D word on here. Can I? Not if you're talking about yours specifically. Oh, but yeah, yeah. So it's not mine. Um, <laughs> or but, somebody else's. Uh, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. I could say you're acting what, like. What one. about if it's a? Uh, what about if it's a phrase? It's like a coin phrase. So it's not about the actual. Try musical. it. If it's bad, I'll dump it. Okay. So. Um, 
uh, I was talking about Netflix and chill and yeah. kind of how stupid that was. And this guy in the front row was like, yeah, or fire stick and dick, right? And I was like, no, actually not <laughs> right. And then uh, you know that he tried other ones. Like, yeah. You know that he was like, he was like, how about Google, uh, Google Chrome and Bone, right? Or maybe, what about who and I, I do you, right? What about that? Uh, he thought Amherst Fire Stick was the better uh, one. He, he was alone, obviously. <laughs> and you know that he just went home and looked up on Safari how to commit harikari. <laughs> so that's a joke that doesn't really work when I do it. The har- Kari part, but I like it. It makes me laugh, so I I sort of do that for me, but the rest of my act is kind of stuff that has worked and the audience responds to the best, not necessarily the thing, because it's just not all about me. It's completely about the audience. Maybe if we don't call it uh, weird ass for T.J. Miller, we could just call it T.J. Miller is weird. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a travel thing. Wherever you are, that's where yeah. the show is. I like that. Yeah. How, yeah, making it. I know Pete Holmes got that. Let's get <laughs> let's get weird um, with T.J. Miller, and we're doing it all for yeah. You. Let's get yeah. weird uh, before my daughter becomes a whore. I have to go, but I want to say two things. One is that uh, you, I don't think the effects of your character in uh, Silicon Valley have really hit yet. I think there's going to be a new group of people that watch that show, a younger generation that discover it again, and. Ehrlich Bachman is going to be the greatest character. I mean... That's a really interesting... Yeah, that, I had never me, really thought about I, that. I have, I have never been... I mean, I wanted to... I binge-watched this show so hard, but it was mostly for, for your character. And uh, what was the other thing? There was something else I was going to compliment you on before we ended. Now my daughter's going to be a whore. But there's... Uh, but there's... That's so weird, because the guy that I didn't get along with uh, from the show, the showrunner, um, he sort of said that he was like you have the opportunity to be one of the great uh you know characters on television and i really appreciate that that's actually tr- i appreciate it coming from you more yeah, than it's the him. absolute truth uh but i um again the whole time i wasn't like one day i'll be one of the great television no. just like i left the show because i was like and, and hbo was like what why would you why would, do, do you want to just do three episodes and i was like no i think this is a funny ending to the character like we'll just come back for a season finale or something like that and i was like it's not funny it's funny if it ends like this yeah. in an opium den yeah. and um it's because I just never wanted to be a TV actor. I said I just want to be a comedian. Continue you know? doing things the way you think they should be done. That's what got you here. I like it. Yeah, and whatever that other thing was was probably good too. I can't remember. I bet it was but really good. All I know is I'm going to Japan in a couple of weeks for the first time, and I will be. Uh, I will have some sort of Big Hero Six representation. I feel like that belongs there. And that does belong yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, it's you're gonna. It's the inverse of New York City. I can't wait. It looks like it's, it's the. Insane. It looks like it's another planet of New York. Try and get uh, reservations at Jiro Jiro's restaurant. Have you seen Jiro Dreams of Sushi? Have you guys seen no. that? No, oh, I've watched so yeah, many yeah, goddamn videos. Have Spanish ads. Um, so uh, gr- that's a great movie. You should definitely see it. And it's about the father of these two kids that have those. Jiro is their last name. Okay. J i r o, and it's the best sushi in the world. Spanish, remind me. I'm in on it. Get on it. T.J. Miller, thank you. Doing, he's writing it down, analog style, old yep. school. Yep, that's the way stuff gets done. He writes it down to text it to his email, <laughs> and then he's going to email himself and th- take a screenshot of that. And Skype, Skype just, reservations with Jiro's, and then sketch and then sketch it out for him. Yeah, yeah right. Perfect. Thank All you. right, and thank you, thank you guys for having me. Great seeing you.